Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis, and this is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. In today's episode, I chat with breakup expert Amy Chan about her new book, Breakup Bootcamp. She takes a more scientific approach in this book. It's all about how we can rewire our hearts and brains so we can have better relationships. More importantly, we chat about how to break up with kindness and compassion and how to get over a breakup in the healthiest possible way. So it's pretty fascinating stuff. Here we go with Amy Chan. Hi, Amy. Hello. It's so good to see you again. I, uh, what, do, what do you call yourself? The breakup what? I'm a breakup expert, heart hacker. <laughs> heart hacker. So you share your own experiences and stories for, uh, from other women in Breakup Boot Camp, the science of rewiring your heart. So let's talk about this book and congratulations on it. What do we need to know about this book? Yeah, so I started the book because I actually had a breakup bootcamp retreat where women come to transform their healing. And this book has all the tools backed in science to help moving forward from your ex in a healthy way. And there, there can be good breakups, but before we get into the right way to break up, what is the running thread with most people when they talk about breakups? What is the running, well, yeah. Yeah, I find that a lot of people get really caught up in trying to get closure from their ex when really it's not closure they're looking for, it's relief from the pain. And it's really hard to get relief from the pain from the person who hurt you. Okay, very good. So is there a right, right way to break up, Amy? There is. So look, if you're the one doing the breaking up, you've had time to process, but the person who you're breaking up with hasn't, and they're likely going to be in shock. So you want to do it in person. You want to be as compassionate and kind as you can, but you don't want to be ambiguous. You don't want to leave the door open and give them false hope. I would also say, um, don't go in with a laundry list of all the reasons why they aren't the right person or why no. they're flawed. And it might take time for them to process what has just happened. And so depending on the length of the relationship, you might want to open it up and say, hey, we can have a follow-up conversation and you can ask more questions or get more clarity then. Wow. Everybody would like a follow-up, when you're, especially you're the one that's being broken up with, right? That, I mean, it's like, yeah. what, what, and then, and then being the person that uh, has this news given to you when you're not expecting it, you're going back in time and then you get mad at yourself, I think, Amy, because you go, hey, there was a red flag here, a red flag here, a red flag here. And so there's a lot of regret, I would guess, too. Even though the, mm -hmm. the, the breakup is happening, but the fact that you weren't in control of it, there's a lot of regret. Yeah, and that, that turning in the self-blame and the shame, and that can make the emotions get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, for sure. So let's get over uh, the breakup do's and don'ts. How to get over a breakup do's and don'ts. Do not, uh, you're expecting a lot from us. Do not vilify your ex. What kind of a person do you think we are? <laughs> I know, but look, <laughs> if you are still blaming your ex, psychoanalyzing your ex, hoping for your ex to change you're still in a relationship with your ex. You're just in a relationship with someone who's yeah. not in a relationship with you. So, you know, like when we, when we blame, we really keep our recovery and our healing dependent on the other person. And this is something we ultimately don't have control over. And it's very disempowering. 
Mm-hmm. It, it very, very much so. Somebody said to me one time that takes rent up and you're in the space where you should be healing and, and yeah. that you cannot do that. And, and then the other one was like when you're thinking about your ex, when you think about, are they thinking about you at all? No, they've moved on. So why are you thinking about them? Do not stalk their social media. Well, I got to tell you. And don't have your friends do it either. That's not, it, it, it's, it's the same thing, right? So you <laughs> say thing. that because, because you are, you're going down the rabbit hole, I would guess, right? Yeah. And so something to think about is when you're with someone, you have neural pathways that have been wired together. After a breakup, your body's in a state of shock, but it's craving those feel-good chemicals, the dopamine. That's what's triggering you to want to check their social media. But every time you scroll down memory lane, look at text messages, look at their Instagram, uh, you're only strengthening those old neural pathways and you're not allowing them to prune away. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Now, do not try to be their friend right away. Uh, if you know, who's that? The break up, or the breaky, or the break upper? Either one, but it's usually the one who does the breaking up that tries to be friends, right? Because then oh, they, okay. yeah, they get the emotional uh, comfort and the connection without the responsibility of having to commit. And so, it's unrealistic to think that you can go from intimate to platonic and BFFs without a time of transition. So you need some space for you to process that this relationship is no longer romantic. Do you find that there are a lot of people after they break up with someone, Amy, in the stories that you share with us in your book, that they, they, they maintain friendships? I find that there's usually one that really tries to stay being friends. And this is when you have to really be strong in your boundaries because your emotions are going to make you want to be friends with them because you want to see them. But you have to focus on your self-care and say, I know you want to be friends, but right now I need to focus on my own healing and Uh we cannot be friends and we cannot talk right now. Okay, that's fair. Setting up the boundaries, I like that. Cut off contact, try chunking. What is that? chunking. Yeah. So look, so if I was to tell you, don't talk to your ex forever, it makes it a very hard, overwhelming goal. So chunking means split it up into 30 days of no contact because that's a little bit more achievable after 30 days, assess how you are and see if you can go for another 30 days. Okay. That's fair enough. And the pie exercise, let's talk about this. We, we, we have a pie chart. I love pie charts. Talk to me about this. So this exercise puts into perspective how much time, energy, headspace was devoted to your relationship. Yeah. And so if you draw a circle and you divide it into slices, right, you see the first one right here, how much of that slice was devoted to the relationship? Right. Sometimes I see it 60, 70, 80%. And so if you think about it after a breakup, you have to fill up this slice of pie with activities, community, things that light you up. Otherwise, you're going to fill up that slice with thoughts about your ex. And another thing you could do is draw another circle and do your ideal pie and divide it up into slices of of a really good balance of friends, of community, of volunteering, and make sure that when you get into another relationship, you don't fall into this this kind of other trap, right? Yeah. Of yeah. not having any balance. So the second pie here is what you want to go for. 
Yeah, I got you. And that, that's the thing is when you start dating again, one of the things we've talked about on the radio show that I do here in Toronto is don't talk about an ex when you're dating somebody else because that tells that person that you're not quite ready yet, which is very, very true. Eventually that's going to come up, but not on the first or second date. And, and the other not. thing, Amy, the, the, and this is really important because, you know, if you're not, you have to be prepared and take care and be kind to yourself for this withdrawal. It can yeah. be so painful. So can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. And so they've actually done studies where they scan the brains of people who are newly separated. And what they found was the part of the brain lit up as a drug user fiending for their next fix. You're oh. literally in withdrawal. So you're having withdrawal symptoms and your body is in a state of shock. And so it's normal to Mr. X. It's normal to have these feelings. But when you find this kind of intense, I want to contact them again. Mm. Remember that it takes on average 20 to 30 minutes for those intense feelings to peak and then subside. So find healthy ways of how you can distract yourself. Go call a friend, go for a job, do anything but contact your ex. Right, be proactive, fill in that time. And then create an empowering fantasy. Create an empowering fantasy. All right, so you're ruminating in your thoughts. What do we do? Yeah, when you're ruminating and you're thinking about how you could fix a relationship or you have hope for it to change, you're not rooted in reality and it's a very disempowering fantasy. And so you need to redirect your energy, which is going towards thoughts of your ex or this fantasy future, because that energy is actually passion that's misguided. And find something else that can be an empowering fantasy. It might be time to write that book. Go take dance lessons. Do something that's going to light you up, and that will help redirect your thoughts, your energy, and your passion. Um, it's also helpful to do some volunteering because it helps shift the attention from mm -hmm. you and a victim mentality and can mm -hmm. help you give, give some perspective as well. I know with breakups, and there's quite a few uh, since uh, we've lifted some of the COVID restrictions, you know, some people have just made that decision that it's, it's, it's done and it's over, and some people are very much still healing. We want to be good friends, so we don't know what to say when someone has gone through something. So how do we navigate that when, when you know, you're sharing these stories, but how do we navigate with our friends to help them get through the breakup and to heal? Because friends are That's so important. That's such a great question, Marilyn. So remember that it's not your job to take away their pain. They need to go through a process of healing that is their own. It is your job to be able to listen without judgment, without giving unsolicited advice. And please avoid these cliches like, it happened for a reason, or um, you can do better anyway, because those things actually minimize their pain and their emotional experience, and it makes them feel worse off. Yeah, somebody said to me once, you dodged a bullet. I thought that was pretty hard. I went, wow, okay, you didn't like him either. Okay, fine. But the, 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 the thing is with breakups, whether you're doing the breakup because you've been thinking of for, uh, about it for a while or the person is breaking up with you and it takes you by surprise, I really want to talk about the people that have been broken up with. And again, looking at those red flags when you go back in time, don't beat yourself up. You are trying yeah. to maintain a relationship and keep it going and it didn't work out. And the, for the person that is breaking up with somebody, it takes a lot of courage to do that. Mm -hmm. We all understand that. I love what you said at the very beginning, Amy. Don't give them a list as to why it's not working. 
Don't do that. Yeah. 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 It doesn't need to be, you know, the breakup conversation, there's one primary message that this relationship is over. And that is really hard to hear. But if you on top of that, well, like you did this and you did that. I don't like this about you. It really can make it turn really messy and ugly. And it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Do you have a starter kind of sentence if people are listening to us right now and they're thinking about it and they're going to go buy your book, I'm sure of it, uh, because a, a breakup boot camp is out right now. Is there is there a way to approach it? If you're thinking if about you're doing it. If you're the one yeah. doing the breaking up, I would do the positive feedback sandwich. So you start off with positive things. Uh, why, why you think they're a great person. And then you really center the conversation about you. you I don't yeah. feel like this is working. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm in the stage of my life. This is not the fit for me. And, and then after tell them like, this is not going to work and, and really keep it to the basics and the facts. And again, don't center it around them and what they did wrong. Keep it around your emotional experience. Here's the tip off that you know that you're going to be broken up with. We need to talk. Can you come oh, up with a different, can you come up with a different intro to that? What, I know, look at you. Like, what, what can you do? Because it, again, it takes a lot of courage if things aren't working out well. What can the person who's about to break up with somebody do to make it a little bit more uh, palatable? Yeah. And the do not talk thing, don't ever do it because what that does is it yeah. instantly puts someone into panic and they get yeah. stressed. And so I would really, I would think a great way to doing it is going for a walk and don't launch right into it. You know, get back into a connected place. Yeah. I really think that the best time to break up with someone isn't in the heat of an argument when you're hating the other person. It's when you're feeling a sense of peace, you're feeling connected, and you have a very clear head so that your decision is rooted in clarity. Mm -hmm. it's, and and, and I, I like the fact that you say go for a walk because when you're out in public, don't do it over dinner, when you're out in public, it kind of kind of softens a little bit because you are really very aware of your surroundings. So a breakup boot camp, you have stories from people that have shared with you uh, their situations, uh, which is, that, that was courageous. How many people did you talk to? Well, I've, I've been doing breakup boot camp for about six years, the actual retreat. So I've had probably a couple hundred people come through and there's about 25 women that are interviewed in the book. All ages, right? All ages. I've had as young as 21 come to boot camp to 78. 78? That's amazing. Yeah. Well, well, congratulations on this. It's, it's going to be helpful to a lot of people. It's called Breakup Boot Camp. It is out now. Thank you, Amy, so much. I really appreciate Thank you it. So much. Thank you okay. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.